What's up, guys? Welcome back to Natural Thoughts and Talks. Thank you for listening every week, and I appreciate all your support. We got on someone really special today. He's one of my homeboys from way back, man. We got on Brandon Osorio. Welcome to the pod, brother. Thanks for having me, man. I'm, I'm excited. Tell me a little bit about yourself, man. Let the people know who you are, what you stand for, what you're about. That's a lot of pressure for an intro, huh? <laughs> no, just tell us about yourself, man. Yeah, you know, um, my name is Brandon Osorio, like you said. I grew up in Carson, California, but I've called, kind of just been all over SoCal, Torrance, Redondo, all places like that. I grew up, we went to West, West High School. That's where I met Venture. And uh, now I'm at, over at Vanguard University in Costa Mesa, studying nursing and kind of just... Um, doing my thing, trying to graduate, get through school. So I guess what I stand for is just uh, being the best that I can, getting stronger every day and be uh, being there for the ones I love. So yeah. yeah, man, I feel that. And we had your pops on a couple months ago, obviously Captain Osorio, mm-hmm. right? And um, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about what it's like having a cop for your dad, you know, oh, yeah. some having somebody who's extremely militant as the greatest influence of your childhood, um just kind of want to get into it today man just we'll start off light what you've been watching lately on like netflix hulu peacock what you've been watching lately youtube any shows or anything that you've been getting into oh yeah youtube definitely i mean i just i watch a lot of sports i don't know okay. if you can relate to that but watch a lot of football i mean that's what we've been growing up with so yeah things like that anime which is kind of a thing that i, I watch too you know um, what i haven't been put on to anime yet but mm. I have somebody who is a, um, do you remember Brenna? Yes. She I, is an anime voice actress mm. now. So she wanted to come on and like put me on to some anime and stuff like that and see what's going on. So what do you like about that? Like the only anime I've ever watched is Avatar The Last Airbender. Does that count? You know, that's like a very disputed topic because it's a, like a U.S. thing and anime is mainly from Japan. So I think that's what I've been hearing about it. But I I would count it. Anime is one of my favorite shows. I mean, Avatar is one of my favorite shows like ever. So, so if they do hip hop in Japan, is that not hip hop? I don't know. That's that. I'm not. I'm standing for the argument that Avatar is anime. So yeah. It's just I I really enjoy it, and I, if it counted as an anime, then I count it as an anime. So I feel like whoever wants to count it out is kind of with the whole kind of. It's a little too divisive. I'm about uniting. You know what mm. I mean? I'm about having everybody over sitting around one big round table and grubbing together, you know, metaphorically and literally. Mm -hmm. So that's super cool. I definitely want to talk about like Filipino culture too. I want to get into that. I want to talk about like sort of how that's shaped you, how that influences you, how you carry your people with you every day Mm -hmm. and try to advance the needle and move forward given all the sort of traumas and it's the opposite of trauma uh strengths right you know what i mean that you walk with take you know with you super cool i love filipino culture and every time that i get somebody that knows what's going on and is really in tuned got their ear to the streets i love just picking their brain man so Mm -hmm. what's your favorite like anime stuff you've been watching i recently i mean i grew up with like a martial arts background so there's this anime called baki I've been telling everyone about it just because my friend put it on me, like literally, maybe like two or three days ago, and like I just been watching that, and it's it's extremely inter- entertaining, super violent, but yeah. yeah, I enjoy watching like fighting. Things You're whooping like that. a lot of ass or what? Yeah, they're they're just hands on, on site every time they see each other, they just fight each other. So. I like that. It's kind of like Kino. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pause on site, man. That's right. what's up. What else you been into though? You told me about the nursing. 
I know you're going to school for nursing. What type of, are you like a specialized nurse? What's going on? How did you, first of all, take it a stand, step back. How'd you even like, was it a, like, did your family make you become a nurse or like what, well, how'd you get into that, man? It's so odd. Um, you, with Filipino culture, nursing is like a huge part of that. And growing up, I wanted nothing to do with it just because grandparents, well, not my parents really, but grandparents, just other distant family members always like, oh, become a nurse. It'll be great for you. You'll make great money. You'll know how to help people. I was like, no, I kind of want to like stay away from that just because I don't want to be, I guess, the status quo, you know, for the Filipino culture. But yeah, you know how in football I got injured a lot, you know, especially. Oh yeah. I knew you that, got injured a lot, that, man. That's been a big, big. How many times you break your collarbone? Uh, Twice, and then I re-aggravated it three or four times. Jesus Christ, yeah. man. That's funny. You got some muscle, though. You done packed it up. It's about time you filled out. I needed to. You feel to. good? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel, I'm, I'm feeling great, man. I have no complaints. Dude, when I met you, you were like 90 pounds. Now you're like 190, you know? <laughs> How much you weigh right now? Um, 165, 170 around yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. And it's not an exaggeration. I was legitimately 90 pounds. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that was very accurate as to what I was feeling there, but yeah. But you were talking about nursing. You just mm. didn't want to really fall into that status quo. Oh hell no! I I was it was a big thing. Like I just didn't want to be. Hey, he's Filipino. He's a nurse. Like you know. But when I got injured, I believe the second time breaking my collarbone, there was um, over in the ED. Uh, there were two different nurses. One was female. One was uh, male. I don't remember their names, which I probably wouldn't drop their names anyway. But they. Man, I was in a dark place. That that year was just sophomore year of high school was just horrible. You know, it was. Um, I love football. I wanted to play. I wanted to be part of the team. Breaking it like two times in three, four months was just something that I didn't expect, and I really wanted to like be a good good player. But that really kind of kept me off of it. So they helped me mentally, physically, spiritually. They just really kept me going, and that actually helped me to kind of branch off into getting even even better at football from that point on. So. In a way, I wanted to give back. So that was definitely a reason why nursing is in my path. So. I'm with that. That's awesome. Mm. And obviously, you and I, we played a lot of sports together. You, I just remember you, Brandon, always not as the most talented guy in the beginning, but always as somebody who always worked very hard. Mm. Extremely. You were always, anytime I asked, like, hey, is there anybody? You know what I mean? We got a group of, what, like 50 guys, 60 guys? And we're like, hey, yo, anybody want to stay after and get some weights in? Anybody want to stay after and, like, go throw, run some routes? You're always there. You didn't miss a single session. You Remember we used to go train, like, oh, down in Orange County, stuff like that. Like, I remember all of that stuff. And one of the biggest influences that you had definitely in high school was I remember asking a group of the football guys like, Hey, anybody want to run track? Like anybody mm. just, we weren't doing shit, man. We were just sitting there watching people run. And I was mm. just like, Hey, anybody want to go try a new sport or whatever? No, no, no. You were the only guy. Remember it was like you and Froning right? or Froning was already there. And then you mm. were just like, fuck yeah, let's go try long jump or let's go try this. Mm. And I was just like, yeah, it's better than sitting on the steps, just like talking all day. Right. So went out there and had a season. And I actually ended up like that sparked my love for track. I ended up running all the way until COVID, you know, right. like just, and that was the, the spark that I had it was just like, let me try something. And you had the balls to just be like, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, <laughs> who cares? Let's go. I can jump. Let's go. So right. that was so much fun. And I would say the biggest compliment that I could give to you on this podcast and the number one thing that I remember is just you've always been the guy who I feel comfortable calling in the middle of the night in a storm 
in the middle of Texas. You see what I'm saying? Like you're it. always a guy that's just, and it's, it's a really rare thing, especially for our generation right now of people that just like, I got to call Osorio. You know what I mean? Like, mm. let me just give him a call. I know that he's going to give me his best every single time. And if he's not able to help me, hey, maybe he knows somebody right now that's in the area. It's like, yeah. that's just something that's so cool. And like, I, I see a lot of that in your dad too. So it's definitely clear to where you got that from. Mm. But what do you think about that? Like, what do you think about being just kind of the guy sometimes, you know? <laughs> well, first off, I really, I really do appreciate that. I feel the same exact way. I mean, we've been reconnecting and connecting every, what, two to three months. and We've been busy, bro. It's been, it's yeah. been crazy, but you've always just been there, like, around there. But, yeah, I mean, my dad played a huge part in that. Um, I'd just say, just, like, being, like, a family guy. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like that's been one of the biggest things growing up for me was always, like, I always try and put others first. And hopefully, it's not the only reason why, would, hopefully it would yield something in the future, like, new friendship, new, um, hopefully someone that I can just talk to, get some help from in the future. So I really do enjoy just being able to be there for people and just in general. Um, I, I really do feel like I can be that guy at most of the time. And I don't know, I just feel like it, it came natural to me. I don't, I don't feel like I had to really train anything there. I just really felt like I was just, Hey, I want to help people. You know, it's just a, thing that's been part of my personality dude something too that you had way before me was you had a level of empathy that i just didn't understand i remember you always being in the mix whether it was like football or just events that we would go to and i just always had such a short fuse very quick and i just remember it was either let's say i would lock onto a target if i'm like i just remember screaming at people sometimes or doing certain <laughs> things that were just like unnecessarily aggressive and then i just remember looking and it would always be like brandon's right there like you know what i mean it was always like Hey, what are you doing? I just remember seeing your eyes of like, what are you doing? Like, calm down, dude. What this isn't necessary right now. Like, you tell, and I know if it was necessary, you would have backed me up. But like, you're just like, this is something that's not necessary right now. Like, what's going on? And I just remember you always being the guy that's like, just always moderating, always just like kind of inserting yourself and being like, hey, let's just chill. Like, chill out, guys. It's not just, it's all love, bro. So like, mm. you never had that unhealthy, super hyper masculine, just like, I don't, you, do you know what I'm talking about, man? Like, I, it took oh, me yeah. a lot. That wasn't instilled in me by my parents. It might have been your martial arts background. Mm. It might have been something of just like the peaceful warrior. You know what I mean? Like right. the way of the peaceful warrior, mm. where I was just the way of, I just wanted to light shit on fire. Like anytime <laughs> I could, it was just like, and it's taken a lot of work and growth for me to understand something that came so natural to you. Mm. Tell me about that though. of Just like not really looking for a fight, but also having the discipline to know when it's, you can't walk away. You know right. what I mean? Like when it's time to get down, you're ready to get down. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah. Martial arts definitely played a huge part in that. Um, like my dad, Bruce Lee, was a huge part of like our philosophy growing up and one of the main things of his teachings and my other teacher uh, Richard Bastillo he's passed um, one of the things is uh, the biggest part of martial arts is that you should know when to fight but you should also know when not to yeah and um, like being the moderator I'll like I'll, I'll go in I'll make sure like hey what are, what's the problem here if there's any way we can defuse it let's defuse it but if we're gonna fight, we're gonna fight. And I, I make that obvious I'm like I'm, I'm not gonna back down from you but in the best possible, if we can get out of this without throwing hands, without any more arguing, that's always going to be the best thing I possible. I think that's it, too, is I was always ready to throw hands, mm -hmm. whereas you always saw, wait a minute, there's like 
three, four, five steps that we have to go through right. before, like protocol. There's mm. certain protocols you have to ask, hold on now, like let's talk this out first. Let's do this. Where I was just like, fuck all that, let's go. <laughs> like now we're going, because it was right. like, I knew I was going to win, let's go, or I'm going to figure it out. And right. uh, did you reach striking thoughts? Did your dad make you read Striking Thoughts? Not yet. Oh, man. I have not yet. He gave me that one. Mm. You got to read that. I, I might even... No, I got it at the old apartment. I, I got might a copy have, of it. might have read it way back when, like when I was very enveloped in martial arts. Read it arts, again, man. Yeah, I probably will. Read it again. Yeah. I, one of the heaters in that book was... Uh, it was about like control. It was kind of about letting go. I don't remember the exact wording of it, but basically Bruce Lee said something along the lines of like, you can't control the wind all you can do is open up the window mm -hmm. and allow for that breeze to come inside. You know what right. I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just, he, I think your dad really gave me that one at such a pivotal moment in my life because I was trying to, I was trying to see how much can I control? Is mm -hmm. it everything or, you know what I mean? You just can't control everything. There's shit that's yeah. just, you got to deal with, you got to kind of go with, you got to move and flow. And it's like, that was, I read that and I was like, oh fuck, that was a good one. I <laughs> yeah. love those books where you flip through and you're just like, ah. Oh, Damn, that's a good yeah, one. There's, there's no doubt. Bruce Lee, man, I, I really wish I could have met him, my dad as well. But yeah, he's been such a big part, like huge pivotal part of like our entire teaching, learning uh, aspects, and it even it, gr it grows with me through school, sports, things like that. So even in the weight room, mm -hmm. somehow. So yeah. Hey, you've been working out a lot. Oh, uh, I mean, I try to get in there at least five, six days a week. So. That's yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get back into it. I'm still, you know, mm. I, I didn't, I didn't teeter too far off, but I'm not as crispy and cut up as I'd like to be. Mm. So definitely be in here on the beach, bro. We've already like gotten back into our runs. We've already been hitting the pull-ups, you know what I mean? Getting like oh, yeah, the no sand doubt. workouts in, stuff mm. like that. So I'm going to get back into it. But um, yeah, tell me about like working out and stuff. Man. What's your uh, favorite thing to do? Isn't it the best though? Honestly, oh, let's yeah. just talk about like the importance of fitness. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like how important is fitness within your daily life? Right. For me, it's, it's almost everything. Like mm -hmm. it's fucking top three for sure. Like mm -hmm. you got to train your body. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, it's always been there. Sports has always been there for me. And ever since I lost that like sport aspect, once high school ended, I mean, fitness has just been like, like you said, top three, maybe even besides my family, everything like that, top two, top three for sure. And um, yeah, I, I, I just think being able to do things naturally instead of just struggling through every day. I mean, lifting weights, running, it, it, I don't, I mean, not gonna lie, I kind of hate running, but <laughs> yeah, I, I'm at the point where fitness is kind of there, like it definitely a, like a therapy to me. And um, I really enjoy it to the point where if I don't lift one day, I'll, I'll feel like shit. And I'm, I'm like, I'm, mm -hmm. I want to get back to it. Like, when's the next time I can get back in? So, yeah, it's definitely a top priority in my life, and I, I think it really helps just with like everything in terms of that, like discipline, um, even just motivation. Because sometimes you won't have the motivation to do things, and that discipline just comes along. So we're gonna keep talking about this, but I yeah. just want to let the listeners know that we're in a new space now. <laughs> I, I upgraded cribs, by the way, so I ain't in the fucking broke ass gondolier anymore. We're in a good <laughs> spot, but with Sorry. that, there's certain kinks when you're in a new space to where, like, if a wire goes out, guys, or like sound goes out for a second, that's why. Or like Kino's in the back room right now, probably flipping out that he's not in here. So just <laughs> keep that in mind, guys. We're working. All right, let us grow, let us figure it out, and uh, we'll be all right. But I love that you said like you feel like shit if you don't work out, bro, because I legit get like depressed. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm just like, the fuck am I feeling so bad? Like I just feel pent up and jacked up and I'm like, oh, I got to go work out. And then right. once you work out, 
I don't know how your mind works, but my mind works. Whereas like, let's say if I'm watching TV and I didn't work out today, I don't even focus on the fucking, I get to mm. a point where I'm just like, you fat sack of shit. <laughs> like what is, what is your internal like conscience tell you? Cause I'm like, my guy's mean. Like I'm telling oh, you, he's yeah. like, you ain't shit, bro. You're going to skip a day. Guess what? You skip one day. You're going to skip a week. Then you mm. skip a week and then you start skipping years. Get your ass up, get your shoes yeah. on and let's roll. What does it tell you? Yeah, no, no doubt. I feel like I'm pretty much exactly the same way. My, my internal voice to myself is like, man, I'm, I'm really hard on myself in that. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I skip, I'm just like, man, what are you doing right now, bro? Like you could be doing so much more with like your time right now and you're just sitting there eating Jack in the Box watching YouTube type thing. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm hard on myself when it comes to that aspect because it's, it's so helpful and I, I feel like it's great. You know? Are you good at celebrating yourself? That's something I want to get better at. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, I want to be humble, but there's a point where you should definitely celebrate yourself and be like, celebrate your accomplishments, you know? I'm equally as good at celebrating myself. So once I get that workout in, I'm like, I'm the fucking shit, bro. (laughs) Like, can't nobody talk to me. Give me my jack in the box. Let Mm -hmm. me sit down. Like, so that's where... I, yeah, it's it's the same thing, bro. You just got to talk to yourself. Like, you got to know. Luckily, you're a closer. We're going to talk about that. Like, by a closer, I mean, you know, like, you fell in love and you have such a great relationship. We're going to get into that. I have extensive questions on that. Mm. But it's it's that confidence. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that swagger to just be like, no, bro, I got it. And if I don't mm. got it, I bet you I'll figure it out. So yeah. just come on with me. Guess what? This is the boat we got to get in because this boat's getting where it's got to be, you know? So right. it's like just got to have that confidence man where do you go for confidence like is it what do you think is the the best quality about you what do you think that's a tough question yeah um no doubt i feel like my persistence okay um one thing goes wrong i'm gonna just keep going i I don't i don't care like as long as i get to where i need to be i don't care how how many different directions how many how many times i failed it's something that's just been instilled for me from the from the beginning like it who cares if I fail, you know, I'm just going to keep going and get there eventually. So, yeah, I love hearing that, man. And I feel the same way. I would say that. And to piggyback on something else, I think it would be my uh, charisma. I would put charisma at a top one that makes it very unique to where I go. Like it's, I try to, sometimes I try to crank it up so big to where it's infectious to other people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I thrive as a leader is when I'm able to sort of empower those around me and try to, you know, pick everybody's day up by Mm -hmm. just here, just use my confidence here. If you don't, you know what I mean? Just here, use it. It's okay. You you look good. You're doing good. It's great. It's great. Like Mm -hmm. figure it out. So I just try to throw so much shit at people that like, you're good. Just pick right. something up and you got it. Like yeah. and that, that one, that one little message can really pick someone up for the rest of the day. So I feel yeah. That, yeah. Let's talk about falling in love, man. We had Kayla on, uh, maybe like two months ago. I don't remember three months ago, something like that. It wasn't too long ago, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's so much better than you, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely, no <laughs> doubt. I feel the same way. It, it, I say <laughs> that because my dad called me like a week ago and he was like, yeah, I guess my cousin, uh, got married or something like that or something's going on to where like he met her my dad met my cousin's girlfriend or like fiance or something like that but anyways she's a great woman like Mm. saves puppies saves shelters my cousin's just kind of like a regular you know what i mean Mm. he's just he's like us like we're just meathead like knucklehead kind of guys (laughs) that like to hang out and 
he's my dad was like bro yeah i don't know what's going on with this family but you know you you meet the woman just like hannah like you meet the woman and you're like how the fuck did this guy get her mm. like it's just so funny to where right. like i think the same thing about you man yeah, as no. i'm like the fuck is she doing with you a yeah. little bit but you're such a great guy you know it's all jokes but like mm. how tell me about that man tell me about your relationship with her and like how much better is your life having a partner of that level you know what i mean like how how much have you grown with her how what type of difference like how many years have you guys been dating uh, three and a half yeah uh in december and the thing yeah. is is like when you fall in love really young i don't know what your experience is but i just always people telling you not to do it people telling you like oh yeah no like there's other fish in the sea or mm -hmm. you know this is going on and i just be like oh fuck that like yeah what are you talking I, I love her i'm gonna go with her and we're gonna right. see where this goes and like me and hannah or hannah and i have been on such a level of like growth and leveling mm -hmm. up and just maturing with one another i feel like i'm 10 years ahead of like everybody we go to school with mm. just on like a maturity level of like what's going on bro you good like people are at the bar hanging you know what i mean trying to hook up trying yeah. to do this and i'm like i'm on the couch with my girlfriend and my dog watching <laughs> fucking like uh house of dragon yeah. or you know what i mean like so, white lotus yeah yeah it's like i'm not really doing that shit which but i'm in an age where like in your early 20s you're supposed to be wild and turning up and i'm mm. just like no nah, man i'm trying to build what i'm what i see in my mind yeah you know Tell me about that. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't trash anyone's journey, anything like that. If you're going out trying to find someone like that, I, I'm cool with that. But yeah, I think man, I think the world would kill you. I uh, no, my words really can't describe like what she does for me. Just like mentally, physically, spiritually. Uh, for those who don't know, Kayla and I are like long distance. She's at the University of Pennsylvania. I'm over here in California. So we've been doing that doing that shit for three and a half years which is kind of wild to think about but um yeah i had a lot of people like hey you're gonna do long distance man that's gonna suck huh i was like you know it will but i feel like it'll yield a bunch of things for us like as a couple as people just in general to be able to grow like you said grow together mature together and man that from that point on i i feel like she just pushes me to just be a better me in general um every day i'm, I'm like man like I'm struggling through the day and and then I talked to her and I'm like, man, I can definitely be doing better. I, from that point on, I'm just like, man, what can I do better to just better myself so that we can keep bettering ourselves together? Because if we both can't be better without each other, what are we going to be better with together? You know, mm -hmm. if we're just, if we're great together and then we're just shit apart, what is that going to do for us? So I feel like being in a long distance relationship has definitely improved us in that fashion. And yeah, I really can't describe like what, she's done for me in these past three and a half and it's years. cool too because over the past five to ten years there's so many like resources for long distance people like mm. people just in general like you have facetime how often you probably like whoever says don't <laughs> be in a long distance relationship you see your girlfriend more than people saw their girlfriend like 20 years ago mm. you know what i mean like when our parents <laughs> my mom and <laughs> you see your girlfriend more than your mom and dad saw each yeah, other that, like no back yeah. when they were our age you know mm. what i mean so it's like super funny to think about because it's just like that's some old shit like that's some 90s shit mm -hmm. be be here you know what i mean yeah. like this isn't you talk to her every day just like i talk to my girlfriend every day mm -hmm. and it's cool and like obviously it'll probably make you guys stronger when you get back together what mm -hmm. do you think about that oh no dude every time we get back together like say she comes home or i fly out out there it's just like life's normal like we're just already 
back to that point where hey like hey we're back together let's let's make the most of it while we can you know and you travel a lot too like i see you out there when was the last time you were out there in chicago uh i was out at Penn. oh uh, october last my time bad where are you because wait so what happened did you guys both go to chicago we did or yeah on like what just a like a vacation or so what? she had an internship over at google okay, in chicago right. and then i flew out there got a job and um we stayed out there for the entire summer, so that was a really dope experience. And then did you visit her up in Penn? Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, have, I mean, obviously all the way up until now I have been. The last time I was there was in October, so yeah. hopefully within the next few months I'll be there a few times. Yeah, so that's super cool, and like just traveling, dude, mm-hmm. just getting up and moving. It's super cool to see, and um, yeah, bro, it's like awesome that you guys are together, and I'm really attracted to like women who kind of have their shit together you know what mm-hmm. i mean just like are really in tune with themselves and she's somebody who's like no i got this started don't she has like five different things that she's doing <laughs> and that's what i like i was like oh no mm-hmm. the worst thing that i hate guy or girl when i meet somebody and i'm like yo so what you got going on and they're just like I work at target you know mm-hmm. what i mean not wrong at working at target right, but i'm yeah. just like you work at target and what else like what's going on you trying to own target or what, mm-hmm. what's going on like what's the, tune me in what's the biggest plan here like someone's like you have a podcast i'm like yeah, no, I, I, I'm trying to build a network here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to build a community where, you know, people can come and grow. Like, that's what I'm trying to do here. Mm-hmm. Oh, tell me more about that. You got a couple hours? Like, yeah. <laughs> we'll sit down mm-hmm. and I'll take you through everything that I got going on in my mind. And if you got any ideas, let me know. But mm-hmm. it's just awesome being with somebody. And I don't know how you feel, bro, but I feel more focused. Like, I mm-hmm. feel so grounded and focused with Hannah versus without Hannah. I can't even explain it. Uh, I'll try. Like, <laughs> it's just so cool not, like, hanging out with a bunch of dudes, right? And then they're just like, oh, yeah, you see someone, so they're, like, gawking over some other chick. And I'm just like, mm, I got a good one at home. Like, mm. got a good one that we're about. We're at Yogurtland. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, right. it's pretty cool. And you see Hannah. Hannah has a very special magnet around her mm. that a lot of humans don't have to where humans have to be attracted to her. As far as like, not just like in a physical way, there's, there's literally a magnet around Hannah that she doesn't know she has. I have to explain to her, like, no, people's eyes, mandatory have to be on you everywhere Mm. you go. It just happens. Mm. Just like my voice and my sound. When I walk in the room, people's personalities gravitate towards me. Mm You don't have to say shit. It just happens. So yeah. like, even if we're walking to yogurt land, like I'm always just kind of on alert of like, what's going on. You just, you see it. It's entertainment to just mm. see people, people in cars, just accidents almost happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so, don't let me have the twins out somewhere. Cause then it's like a, you know what I yeah. mean? Then it's double. just twice yeah. double. And it's like, fuck, this isn't okay. Like, it's not cool, but it's super cool to just not be chasing tail. You know what mm. I mean, bro? Just like, that's it. I think that segues us into family. Mm. That might be the reason why I am so aggressively trying to build a successful relationship. And that's why I'm so invested in it in a positive way. Mm. I've always just wanted to be a family guy. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) What do you think, man? Like all the good guys that I know, they're all family guys. Mm. All the guys that just... I really respect, look up to your dad, my dad, all my mentors. At the end of the day, their number one priority is like taking care of their family. That's all I want to do. What mm-hmm. about you? Oh, yeah. Uh, from Man, it's been instilled in me from like the day I've been born, to be honest. Uh, family has been, man, the, the really the focal point of my entire life. I always think everything I do is like 
wow, what am I going to do in the future to help my family out? What can I do here to help my dad out, help my mom? My sister is like, oh, I, what can I do to help her out? Like, what's, what can I do? It's just always my family, dude. <laughs> You've got a long, like, lineage, too, of good, like, just such a strong bro. Every time I see either your dad or you, you guys are eating, there's fucking 30 people. Like, <laughs> like that's a bill right there. Right. When I see you guys out, I'm like, oh, that's a bill. Yeah. Like, that's cool, though. But I don't really have that. I just have, like, my immediate family. Mm. And then I have this idea. Like, I look at your family and I go, okay, that's what I got to build. Like, that's something that I just, I don't have like aunts and uncles and I don't have extended family that's stable like that. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you have people you're related to, but you don't really have family. Yeah. So anytime I get the opportunity to like, like, what are you guys doing on Thanksgiving? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't have anywhere to go on Thanksgiving. You know, it's like, but I know that if I were to hit you up and be like, yo, are you guys like in town or something? You guys would be the first people to be like, yeah, get your ass over here. Like yeah. there's food, come eat. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I know that like my parents are out of town or something. They're in Vegas. They're going to Texas or whatever. It's like, shit, it might just be me, Hannah and Josephine here at this apartment. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Or yeah. it's just good. I want one day to have fucking 30, 40, 50 people just over, just over, overcrowding the place and just have the music going. And like, <laughs> there's always laughter. Yeah. And like, your mom has such a radiant personality. She's always, I don't know how she gets to everybody, but she gets to everybody, yeah. you know? And it's just like, yeah. where'd you come from? Like, yeah. she just appeared because she's mm. short too. So yeah, she's just so she's like, just, she's out there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like all your relatives too are out of my like usual sight of line. Yeah. So it's like, they just appear and I'm like, whoa, how'd you get here? Like, what's going on? Like your sister. Hi, what's up? I'm like, oh, hey, what's Hi. going on? So <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's so awesome. And like how your culture has been able to shape your out, like it's just in there. You know what I mean? It's in your soul. Mm. Tell me about that. Yeah, dude. Um, one of the main things in Filipino culture, be it, albeit sometimes it can be a little toxic, like the way that people talk to each other. It's, it's sad sometimes, but the one of the main lines in Filipino culture is just going to be like that family, that family orientation, dude. Like, we we put family first. We're always like, hey, what what can I do here? What can I? How can I do better? And honestly, that's really just helped me throughout everything that I do. I'm always like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go play for my family. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go work for my family so I, so I can support them in the future. I'm gonna do this for my family. It's always with me. It's always like it leads back to family, family God, things like that. And it's just always gonna be something that's gonna be in the back of my head no matter what happens. Even if I fall off with my family, it'll still be there to a certain degree. That's been such a hard transition as far as like me and Hannah, because Hannah comes from a great family. Mm. Bro, if I could switch it right now, I would have all Hannah's family live here in LA and I would fucking deport my family <laughs> over to Sweden, bro. Because every time we go over there, dude, like she has, every, she gets the red carpet rolled out. Like mm. there, we got to go over here. We got to have dinner here and then we're here and then we're yeah. here. Like there's like five spots we got to go. Oh, and then we got to go see grandparents. And I'm like, my grandparents live like two hours away. I haven't seen them in years. Like I just haven't, they don't reach out to me. So mm. it's so cool to where like when we first got together, I used to be like, why are we with your family so much? Like what's going on? Mm. And then I like, it's infectious. You know, yeah. you start now we're going to Sweden like next month. And I'm like, I can't go to, I can't wait. Like it's going to be super <laughs> excited to go to Sweden. There's like people there that are waiting on us to get there and shit. Yeah. It's like super cool. So like, here's the thing, bro, is when we go up, the like let's say we're leaving or no 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 when we show up there's people waiting there like mm. you know how you come down the airport elevator yeah, yeah, yeah. or escalator there's like people with a sign they're waiting <laughs> they have like cameras i'm like fuck yeah, yeah. this is nice whereas like when i pull up to lax my dad's like where are you at 
all right, all right, I'm going to slow down to 10 miles an hour and you better jump in the back of the truck because I'm not stopping, all right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I got a good spot. So it's just funny to like, yeah, bro. Just I know we've been talking about family for a while, but it's like kind of all I think about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm, so. I feel the same way. Super cool, bro. What else you been into, though? Mm. What you been thinking about, man? How's school been treating you, though? Man, school is... School is going, man. It's, uh, you know, nursing's hard, but uh, it's definitely one of those things where it's like the blessings are going to yield more than, well, than all the difficulty that I'm going through right now. And, and you're lot- a really good student, not to cut you <laughs> off, but you've always been the guy that's like, hey, what's the answer to number 10? <laughs> like, C. And I'm like, yeah. thank you. What's the answer to number 11? <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. like so i knew you've always been on top of your academics if mm-hmm. you say it's hard man is it hard or just what is it it's more of just the system or what like what have you been tired of are you just ready to get out into the real world or what well not just that i mean it's just a lot it's more busy than anything like the schoolwork is definitely attainable like i i can do that i, I can wait till the last minute and finish that stuff off it's just more the schedule, things getting dropped off on us last minute, the long clinical shifts and things like that. It's one of those things where it's like, it takes a toll on your body, but I'm at a point where I, I'm kind of just like, hey, it could be so much worse right now. Like, I'm just going to keep going until I, I can just go all the way go all the way through. Mm-hmm. And um, that's really m- one of my driving forces is like, I'm, I really could be in a much worse position than I'm in right now. But while I'm here, let's just get the shit done. Are you familiar with Johnny Kim? Yeah, my dad told me that's like the ultimate Asian son right there. Is he's crazy? I was gonna say, do you feel pressured by this guy? Have well, you actually looked into him? I I've definitely researched him a lot just because he's like, man, there's nothing wrong with him. I just he's like the perfect guy. Like I don't dude, I don't understand, dude. I watched like the half. Which when I say half, I think the podcast was like five hours long. So mm-hmm. I took a good two and a half hour chunk. Like I watched a whole movie yeah. length on this guy on uh jocko willink's podcast oh yeah fucking animal this yeah. guy right here like i don't like did you watch the podcast or you know what's I, going I on have, i just know about him grew up in socal crazy. like by us uh back in like the 90s early 2000s dude and his dad was very abusive to his family mm. and his dad wanted to like his mom was trying to leave the family and his mom was trying to get the two sons and leave basically like when he was a senior in high school or something like that the dad was an extreme like raging alcoholic addict tried to kill his mom and Mm. so basically super abusive he was staying in the like uh, couch one time and then was like started abusing his mom in the kitchen so obviously called johnny over johnny came over and his dad started like beating the fuck out of him and he was a little guy at this time like you know you guys don't get big until you're like 22 so (laughs) he was like you know 100 pounds 120 nothing big and his dad ended up like beating his head in with a dumbbell and Mm. so it like blinded him something crazy happened to where like his dad just ended up like trying to kill his mom. He was able to fight his dad off barely. And then his dad, I guess, escaped into the roof of their house. And so when the police came, Johnny went into his room and he noticed like the bed was off or something was off. And that's the only way to get into the attic. Mm-hmm. Uh, tells the police, like, I think my dad's still in the house. So they evacuate the house and then they go up there. And unfortunately, I think he had a gun or something. And he ended up like pointing it at the officer and they had to end his life. Yeah. But... The craziest thing that I found from that was when they were in the police station and the officer was like, hey, your father's passed away. 
um, like, how do you feel? Are you sad? And he said, like, I was more relieved than anything. Mm. And that kind of broke my heart because I was like, geez, could you imagine? Like, you're supposed to have a dad who's the guy that's supposed to teach you about life and all this other stuff. And like, he just, some people don't just, I don't know if it's, do you think most people don't have it as good as we have it? Like they just don't have good male role models in their life, unfortunately. Mm. And this guy ended up basically, you know, an underdog for the SEAL teams, became a Navy SEAL, went to like sniper school (laughs) right out of the gate. Like it takes like 13 years to get in. He was like, apply, you're in, became like a serious sniper did like serious tours over there. And then bro was like, I'm going to become a doctor. Became, mm. Went to Harvard medical school, yeah. became a doctor. And then buddy was like, mm, Harvard's not big enough. I'm going to NASA. Became a fucking <laughs> astronaut. I know, dude. And then now he's like a Pratt, like it's fucking crazy. That's somebody who I just learned about him and like, he's got an interesting pressures. And I know sometimes the pressures of like Asian culture can really get to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I hear about it, but I don't really know. Have you felt anything like that just as far as your family or no? It's all just been love. It's, I mean, there is a pressure aspect, but my parents specifically haven't been like on my ass. Like, hey, you need to do this or we're not going to, we're going to disown you. Like it's one, it's not nearly to that level. It's just one of those things where they, I know they want the best for me and they push me. It's, they're going to push me to where like, I, hey, you should be here, you're here, but it's it's more of like a comforting push, at, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not to a point where I'm like, hey, like, man, I'm really going through it. Like, I don't want to talk to my parents. Like, I don't have any issues with my parents. They they've been the best, like, the blessings for my entire life, and I I really couldn't be more thankful because it's really instilled in me to where like I, I can be here at this point. I can be here at that point, and I can just keep going. I feel I feel like the, to to a point that's where I got my persistence from is they've really just hammered into me like, hey, you. You're going to be in a position to do things that you want, do with it what you want to do, and we'll be right by your side the entire time. And it, I've really been thankful for that. That's so healthy, man. Yeah. Do you stress out about money? Money? Um, as I mean, far I'm, as like your future? Uh, honestly, I'm at a point where I, I don't. Okay. I, I'm very fortunate to where I'm at just because I know... Because I'm at the point where I, I want to be able to make money by myself, not depend on my parents. But my my dad and my mom are always like, hey, do you need money? Things like that. And it's it's very comforting. I obviously don't want to use it all the time because I want to grow, be my own person, things like that. But I'm at a point where I can just be like, hey, I, I'll manage my money here. I know that in the way back in my mind, I can ask if I need, like for traveling and things like that, just for big purchases and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. But monetary-wise, no, I I just want to be able to kind of get through school, and then I'll be, I know I'll be making my own money, and then I'll be able to help my parents out with things like that. What type of family do you see yourself building? How many In, kids do you want, man? Oh, okay. In Big family, little family. Um, Where do you think you guys are going to settle down at? And this is all just like rough. Here's here's here. Let me rephrase the question. Yeah, I got you. Is <laughs> what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? This is all stuff to where when I get to interview people who are like me in my age category, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, you know, sometimes I'll have somebody that's been in a career for 30 years, somebody mm-hmm. who hasn't even started their career yet. We're at a transitional phase to where within the next six months to a year, you're going to be making a move, mm-hmm. your first big move. Yeah. Like not, phys- you know what I mean? You're making moves. Yeah. Like you're going to be getting after it. So what, it's always good to have a plan, bro. What would that plan look like if you knew you couldn't fail? Put me through that roadmap, bro. As a nurse, 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what does that look like? What is the most successful path to where, where you want to be look like? Oh, yeah. Um, there's definitely a lot of different paths that I've been thinking about. One of the main things that I wanted to do was obviously get out of school, start working as soon as possible, make as much money, pay off my loans, things like that. Later down the line, if I was able to, after like family things and stuff like that, I want to go back to school, go into anesthesiology, which is just kind of like putting people to sleep You're for surgery. Put people to sleep, yeah. huh? <laughs> trying All to knock right. people out. Yeah, but yeah, go into anesthesiology, become a CRNA, which is a certified registered nurse anesthetist. Be able to just make money doing that for years and years, and of course, I want to retire early, travel the world, and if that's literally like the perfect. Um, scenario for me for my family could you like travel that. for work oh definitely yeah. yeah travel nursing is a huge industry right now and um it's definitely something i've been looking into but i'm not really sure at what point it's gonna die down just because it kind of heightened up because of covid so i'm not really sure how that's gonna work out in the next few years but we'll see how that goes that's super cool bro yeah what else and other than that I would love to be able to, oh, actually, Kayla and I talk to talk about this all the time. Um, I'm always looking through, like, if I couldn't fail, I'm always looking through the hospital, see if there's anything I can do, like, more efficiently, and things that I could invent to where I won't have to work another day in my life. Oh, <laughs> now we're getting into yeah. the medical inventions. Yeah. I like that. I always talk with my classmates. I'm like, hey, all right, so what if we do this and make this? Yeah. And we give it to hospitals and we just never have to work again. I'm with I, that. I would, that would be one of the biggest. If I could ever do that, I think I'd just be chilling for that. Like, what? What do you got ideas about? Let me know. Here's my yeah. thing, too, is this is why I'm not so secretive. I'll tell you exactly what's in my head because I'm a number one believer that execution is more important than the idea. Mm. Anybody can have a fucking idea. Right. I could come up with 10 ideas about whatever, about how to take a shit different. <laughs> Yeah. The man who executes that and creates that new toilet is the guy who takes home the cheddar at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I hear people all the time that are like, oh no, you don't want, like I listen to a lot of like business podcasts, stuff like that. And they're always saying, why the fuck would you want somebody who's not motivated working for you? Cause sometimes, you know, people can be like, oh, I don't want them to steal my idea. I don't want them to run off with this and that. And it's like, yeah. Bro, it's about execution. Like the guy who I worked for jet skiing, mm. um, his name's Brian. I'll try to have him on the podcast sometime soon. That motherfucker is always executing. He's mm. always thinking. He's always going, uh, yeah, anyone can start a jet ski company. You just need jet skis and a fucking guide and you can take people out there. Like <laughs> yeah. the ocean's free, bro. Like mm. you don't, I'm not doing anything special. You know what I mean? Like I'm mm. not doing anything that I don't have, I didn't buy the ocean basically right. is what he's saying. But guess yeah. what? Nobody's executing like us. That's why we're like the number one adventure tour company in the fucking world right now. Mm. And I'll put that up against anybody. And that's where I heard that. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. execute. So it's like, what do you think? You got any ideas? I think you got to do something to like combat obesity or something like that. Or like some sort of heart valve or like, mm. what do you think you could make? Like, what have you been thinking? Man. Yeah. Obesity being in the u.s is obviously like one of the hugest problems like that i've ever seen before it's one of they're actually calling it i believe an epidemic if i'm not it's mistaken. gotta be yeah yeah but I, in terms of heart i feel like they're kind of like covering all the bases and stuff but i've been looking into like iv placements things like that just because i don't know if you've ever been in a hospital to where like i try to stay out of them no yeah i mean that's good that's good <laughs> that you don't you you ever had an iv in you uh no 
Okay. Well, it's basically just this needle that they stick in you so that they give you fluids, blood transfusions, things like that. It's it really sucks when people go in and they're con- considered what's called a hard stick, which is like they it's hard to stick their veins. Like you you miss all the time and it's it's one of those things where it's painful for the patient and it's demoralizing to the nurse because hey, I just missed an IV. And veins are different, aren't they? Like mm-hmm. everybody's veins are different. Everyone's right? veins are different. Yeah. Size, where they're at, how many there are, the ability to see them. It's it's one of the things where in a hospital you're you're never it's not a hundred a hundred percent success rate ever. Mm-hmm. No one will ever have that. It's never gonna happen. So it's one of those things where I wanna be able to invent something to where it can be a hundred percent if possible. But yeah. We're still thinking. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, cue me in. Let me know, bro. I definitely want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. Some fucking, bro, you get into that. Mm, I got some ideas. I'm going to just run ideas by you. All right? okay. I'm going to just yeah. text you and just be like, hey, what about this? What yeah. about like a new, hey, you know what I want though is I want like some new legs. Like I'm down for some robot legs. <laughs> I'd be down. Now, I really like my hands, bro. Like, yeah. so what would you do that? Like if, would you rather lose an arm or a leg? Mm. Oh, but yeah, no doubt legs. Just because yeah. it's one of those things where you're using it every day. And with human legs, they deteriorate as you just use them. Okay. It's so one of, yeah. get this. You got to cut one of your legs off. Which one are you picking? My left leg is stronger. I'd probably pick my right. Oh, really? Yeah. I would go based off, I have kind of like a funny toenail on my left foot. <laughs> so I think I'd have to let that foot go. I'm yeah, good. I don't, I, don't have, I don't have any of that kind of stuff. So <laughs> thankfully not. I'm Do you good. ever get like any pedicures or any like massages or anything like that? I have before. Um, I've only got a massage once. I've got a pedicure once. Okay. That's not much more than that though. Other than that, no. Did it tickle? No, I actually, my tickle, I'm not very ticklish. To the point where yeah. My feet are kind of rough, bro. I might have to go in for like something. They, they, <laughs> you know, the hard jobs or something like that. Yeah. Um, what else you been up to, man? You been following anything weird on Instagram? Seeing anything in the news that's been crazy? Um, Trump's been running. You see I've that? I've heard about that. Yeah. Here, yeah. it's okay. I'll say the wild shit. All right, are you ready? <laughs> I'll go both sides. You ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want that gas to go down. Yeah. So by any means necessary, Whoever. if that gas goes down, bro, <laughs> I'm not saying I'll put the red hat on, but my truck is mighty thirsty. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And then on the next aspect, bro, like we look so dumb when that guy is up there, bro. Yeah. Like we fucking look like fools Like mm. to every other country. bro. Even when I go over to Sweden, I already know they're going to be like, Really? That's your leader? <laughs> like, I know. You know what I mean? Mm. That shit's crazy. Yeah. Did you see that there was three young men for, like, the Virginia football team that got murdered? Yeah. You saw that a couple of days ago? Mm-hmm. That's super sad. Did you, like, read that story? I just saw the headline. Did you see I saw the that? headline, and I read that they weren't, they weren't even, like, on a football-related thing. I think they were on a field trip, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, like a... Like a school Like a science thing, thing yeah. field day or whatever? Mm-hmm. Hmm. If I'm not mistaken, not, don't don't quote me on that. But yeah, if you could be any animal, what kind of animal would you be? An animal. Mm. Sheesh. I'll go first. How yeah, about go this? Ahead. <laughs> right now, I think I'd be an orca because it's kind of cold out right now, and I know that they're going. Pa- they're like passing by L.A. right now, mm-hmm. like Southern California. I think they're going. Where are they going? They're going down like tropical, and then once it warms up, they go back up. So it's like, 
I know that if you're going to Catalina, sometimes you can see killer whales and orcas. Mm. But I think that might be the, one of the most free animals that I can think of because they really do take up the whole ocean. Like, yeah. they go anywhere wet. And they're they're terrifying, too. Yeah, like, they're fucking crazy. You, you're yeah. scared of them? No. It's just in the ocean. They're like... The oh, number, yeah. If I was like a the seal, number one, I'd be yeah. pissed. Yeah. Like I'd the number one... I was like, they don't attack people like that. Like, no, they're no, really not. smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I saw one in the water, I'm not saying I would get in the water because that's like some white people shit. Like, yeah. I'm not getting in the water with a killer whale. But if I just happened to be there and one came up, I'd much rather that than like any other and a shark or some sort of like big fish yeah. or something. Like, it'd be cool. What about you, though? Man, in terms of just like an animal, like if I were an animal, I wouldn't want people to fuck with me. And I'd probably be like a. <laughs> it's kind of weird to say probably a grizzly bear because people would not fuck with a grizzly bear yeah grizzly you bears just, are you crazy don't, you don't do that you ever seen a grizzly bear like in person no thankfully not they have a lot of them in montana that's where my mom's from mm-hmm. one of like the pivotal moments that i've had as a kid was at yellowstone i remember watching a full-grown male grizzly bear maybe like 200 to 300 yards off the road mm-hmm. take a full-grown um elk in his left paw and run uphill like it was nothing (laughs) like when i talk about just like a like a grown man with a baby Mm -hmm. just running at full speed up this hill and i was like that thing's massive like i was like that thing is strong right Mm -hmm. there because you and i couldn't even pull an elk like we wouldn't just the fact that this guy was just like yep this thing and he's just dragging it just Mm. just going up i was like no thank you yeah and yeah those things will fuck you up did you see the uh the wrestlers that got attacked by the grizzly bear a couple oh, of weeks no. ago. I did not know about that. Oh, you're in for a good one. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, uh, let me see where they were. Let's Google it. Wrestlers get attacked by bear. Oh, of course. Wrestlers get attacked by bear. Let's pull this up. Yep. College wrestlers mauled by gruesome grizzly bear attack. You got to see how bloody this guy is. Zoom in on his face. Take the phone. Read that. I've seen this picture. Yeah. Dude, his face was literally, it looked like he was like dead. It it was, you couldn't see his skin. It was all blood. And what happened is like these guys were hunting or something like that. Mm. And this guy got like tackled by the grizzly bear. And then his homeboy jumped on top the grizzly bear though. And then like. I'm going to be honest with you, Brandon. <laughs> you get hit by a grizzly bear. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but I don't think I'm jumping on that grizzly bear. Yeah, like, no, that's That might be a luck. That's like, that's hey, that's nature. Who am I to affect nature, right? <laughs> Brandon knew he shouldn't have been walking there. Like, what, you, what do you think? Like, yeah, I hope I'm never in that situation. Yeah, I really do. Dude, but a grizzly bear. Dude, he said that he could hear his skull or his like feet. He could hear it cracking. Like, you know how a door will... Like he could hear it creaking in just Jesus. from the pressure of it. Yeah. Crazy, dude. It's terrifying. <laughs> what would you do? I mean, I'd fight, but I don't know if I'd win that <laughs> fight. It's just not how, all right. Tell me what's your what's your, your 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 game plan. Give me your game plan, all right? You ready? All of a sudden he just busts through the door right now. Grizzly bear's through the door. What do you do? What is he A grizzly bear just came through the door, Brandon. What are you doing? <laughs> What the fuck are you doing, I'm dude? I'm getting out this window behind you right here. Oh, when, no, you said you got to fight him. Don't be a bitch. Oh, okay, Come on, okay. Now. We're fighting him. We're fighting him. I'm going for the eyes for sure. Oh, the eyes? Yeah. Okay. That's not only a. I, nothing else I, I can't reach. So I'm throwing you in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I don't know what I'm survival doing. Survival of the fittest, dude. <laughs> no, um, that's where you gotta have a gun. Yeah. yeah, just don't be out there without a gun, obviously. Mm. But yeah, that would be wild. You know what's even crazier than grizzly bears are polar bears. That's what I've heard. Yeah, because yeah. polar bears only eat meat, and anything that they say, like see out there in the Arctic, mm-hmm. is a potential meal. So like they have to go. Like I was listening to Rogan, and he told this one story where there was like three guys that they were in a car. You know, not a car, but like the those big ass off roading like moving things yeah. that around the North Pole or wherever mm-hmm. they're at broke down so they had to like get out or something like that and then no 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 they were in a ship and then the ship started sinking so they oh. had to go onto the like emergency boat and they're on one of those floating like what are they called ice the caps yeah like an ice cap yeah. like a little oh, oh no 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 yeah. the ice bro yeah like, like a glacier just, yeah a glacier yeah, yeah and then like literally way down they saw a fucking polar bear and then all of a sudden it goes dives down goes to the next one Dives down, goes to the next one. Dives down, goes to the next one, all the way up until it gets one of their homies and then just pulls them in the water and fucking ate them. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah, that's terrifying, dude. Man. Yeah. I wouldn't know what to do in that situation. I'm sorry. I'd like to meet somebody that got fucked up by a grizzly bear, though. That'd be kind of like, like what went through your head, you know? Hmm. Or I'd rather be a bird. It'd be cool to be something that could fly. Yeah, yeah. Fly fly would be dope. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like like a hawk. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. It doesn't even have to be like a badass bird. I could be like a pelican. <laughs> Pelicans just chill there, dude. They're, they're on the beach, bro. Yeah, they just chill good, on the beach. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing. Um, What else then? We got... I didn't like prepare any questions for you. No, it's so all good, So we're just sitting here kind of catching up, having a good time, you know? Mm. What have you uh, been getting into? Like what you been eating lately? What you been big on? You tried any... Oh, I have a good question for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'm full of them. <laughs> what is, when's the last time you tried something for the first time? La- oh, shit. I mean, I got to think about this one. When's the last time you tried something for the that's first a, time? That's a good question because I, I, I got to think about that. And I can tell you that if you got to think about it, there's something wrong with your life right now. Yeah, all right. I know. I haven't been very diverse in what I'm eating, dude. And, oh, wait, my bad. It's not about food, bro. It's about life like when's the last time big picture bro anything it could be anything yeah um it's not about food fuck food (laughs) i my bad bro i'm sorry oh shit last time i tried oh um in chicago does it have to be like fun or is it just like i don't think you understand the question yeah no when's the last time you tried this isn't school brandon mm-hmm. all right there's no right answer no yeah Give me I'm, I'm, just think, I'm just thinking about it the yeah. only wrong answer is if you go so what about the question don't do that i hate <laughs> people like that bro when's the last time you tried something for the first time i've been doing it a lot lately i'll go first yeah go ahead uh, I started a jet ski job like within the last six months that was mm. a wild adventure that like really changed my life in a way to where I learned that you can actually build a business that is related around fun. Like now working that job, I have dreams of building like a resort one day, like a casino resort, you mm. know, somewhere maybe tropical to where people could come and just have a family vacation and like it's all love. Um, I work at that new spot down on the second street down yeah. here uh and i'm learning about like dog nutrition like i'm learning a fuck lo- like i already knew how to train dogs and like all sorts of stuff like that but i'm really learning like what makes them run like the fuel that you give them really has a 
profound effect on certain breeds. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But what about you? Well, yeah. And I mean, I guess kind of aquatic wise too. I, in Chicago, I worked at an aquarium. That was pretty cool. I learned oh. a lot about different animals and their tendencies, how they're fed. It was, it was actually really, the shifts were really long, but it was actually a really enjoyable job. And I got to meet a lot of cool people out there. So what were some of your favorite animals at the aquarium? I have a newfound respect for, a, it's a type of stingray called the guitar fish. The, let me Google it. Yeah, go Spell ahead. Spell it? Uh, it's just guitar and then oh, fish. Oh, guitar fish. Yeah. Let's see here. I don't type nothing. Guitar fish. Let's see here. Oh, these guys. Yeah, they do look like guitars. Yeah. You can touch them, right? In the mm. little, yeah, I remember these as a kid. Yeah. Cool. What, like, why is this your favorite? I don't, well, they're kind of ugly, which is kind of funny to me, but um, the way they were fed was that there was like this sign that they put into the water and it was kind of where they were trained to where if they see the sign they're they're swimming up there aggressively to get their food before anyone else and what they were kind always of sign was it it was just like a shape so okay. it was either like an x or a, like a circle and it was it was really dope because this this fish was like seven eight feet long and it was swimming faster than all of them and i was like dang that's that's pretty they get that big so is it yeah. just babies that they put in the petting yeah. zoo area okay i didn't mm -hmm. know they got that big they, they're a lot of these fish, are, they just get bigger than you think. And it, uh, it's it's crazy to work at an aquarium to see, like, behind the scenes, like, understand what's happening at a certain time. So, That's yeah, awesome. it was a really dope experience. As far as, like, aquatic life goes, have you ever seen a flying fish? They had a, they had a few at the aquarium. Yeah, I've seen them in action. You've seen it's them pretty, fly? Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, I remember I was yeah. on the jet ski, and I was like, that motherfucker's flying. Yeah. Like, he's legit gliding. gliding. Yeah. I liked those. Um, I like the dolphins too. Dolphins, oh, dolphins are so yeah. cool. I don't think you guys had dolphins at the aquarium, but like, mm -hmm. we did. Oh, was it that big? The aquarium was that big? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. It was, it was a little bit smaller than like the aquarium of the Pacific. But, okay. Oh, actually, actually, no, it was bigger. It was like a hundred thousand feet bigger. So okay. there was a lot of different animals in there. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Dolphins were like just super smart. Like they would look at me into the like under the water and mm -hmm. they would see me on the ski and you'd see them because you know they only have like one eye that they look with and i'm yeah. like oh that's crazy you're like a person like a sea person <laughs> so super yeah. cool and it also just kind of motivated me to sort of just be more aware of the like stuff that we put in the water mm. i know we always are at the beach like we get it but just trash that ends up at the beach or just a lot of shit that ends up out in the ocean like every time yeah. i'd be jet skiing like balloons for example can't tell you how many times me or one of my coworkers would just find like a happy birthday balloon because somebody was in Palos Verdes and like had a wedding or something. And it flew out. And it just <laughs> flew out into the Pacific and just sat there. And it's yeah. like, come on now. So yeah, like fuck balloons, all that stuff. Because you literally use them for one day and then now it's out there for like 10 years mm -hmm. just floating around until something dies from it. So right. yeah, like definitely got to take care of that ocean, man. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Well... We've been going for like 58 minutes how you feeling i'm good bro <laughs> yeah, let's keep rolling you need yeah. to take a little break let's uh, take a little break okay and then we'll get right back on it we're back so i wanted to talk about sports man what you've been watching lately i I've, I've been just out to lunch as far as the nfl goes i've been watching i've just been working and like yeah. kind of busy man how the chargers been doing how the rams been doing i don't even know how my own team's doing bro uh yeah, bro. The Rams are in a pretty bad space right now. Ah, uh, <laughs> fuck, really? They're like three and six. Damn. Yeah. Because well, last time I checked, they were like three and zero. Oh, I think yeah, they were doing. They, they started out well. Uh, yeah. And then Cooper Cup got injured. Matt Stafford playing started playing like Matt Stafford. So that was man. Well, yeah. at least we got a ring last year. No, yeah. It's, I mean, I guess it's worth it. So yeah. yeah. Fuck those guys. 
<laughs> How about the Chargers? What's been going on? Man, dude, like half the roster's injured, but they're like five and four. So they're not in a horrible position, but we'll see how it goes. You been doing any games? I went to the Raider game the first week. Okay. And they won, so thankfully that was, that was fun. How's that stadium, man? I still haven't been in that stadium. The stadium's amazing, but the food is absolutely trash. Oh, really? <laughs> For a $5 billion stadium, yeah. you would think they've had, no. There's well, no there's crusty no. nuggets and fries or what? Yeah, what? their burritos, it's all tortilla. Like that kind of thing. How is it all tortilla? They what do bar- you mean? Barely put any like beans, meat, anything like that. All tortilla. Yeah, bro. How thick is it? I was I was choking. <laughs> <laughs> there was, there. And, and then you're like, you want to drink? That's gonna yeah. be thirty dollars. Right. That's what I'm saying, Damn. bro. That's how they get you. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm like that. Oh, was, was literally like, crusty right tortilla. That was a business decision, is yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> I was like, that sounds good, and then it just wasn't. So, what else you been into? Any uh, sport? Any other sports? Just football right now? I mean. I kind of look at basketball, but I mean, I, I it's, not, it's not the same. Like I, I like I like football way more, so I really enjoy football. Um, UFC, watch that every now and then. Yeah. Other than that, kind of just been going on uh, football mainly. So yeah. That's what's up. Where are you at as far as like cars? What kind of cars are you into? What are some of your like top three favorite vehicles of all time? Oh, this is this is a question I haven't been asked in a while, actually. Um, well, my dream car for sure. I would want like if I ever like made it completely is a Rolls Royce. Oh, I'm I'm a more of a luxury guy. You're kind of classy, yeah. huh? You're snobby with the Rolls Royce. <laughs> yeah, huh? I'm I'm more of a like class. a wraith or yeah, something. Yeah, I want a wraith. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm cool. I don't. Yeah. I'm all right. That shit is just. I'd rather have a pickup truck than a Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. I saw this blacked out Ferrari on my way home. I was trying to get hit by it, but he stopped at the red light. I was like, yeah. I'm about to get paid. Uh-huh. No. Um, black on black wheels with like a red interior. It's like, ooh, that's it, really nice. Was it matte? No, it was not matte. It, oh, it was, was like shiny. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was glossy. It looked, it was clean too. Of course, mm-hmm. it's a Ferrari. Yeah, They're always a, clean. Ferrari, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think Ferrari. I'm a I'm a classic guy, man. Like I love the old oh, GTOs. Yeah, I, love the classics, yeah. I want to shiv. I really want a Plymouth Roadrunner, like a '69 mm-hmm. or '70 Plymouth Roadrunner. 100% first classic car I gotta buy is like a 1996 Bronco. Mm-hmm. All the Broncos are fire. Yeah, I love them all except for the fourth gens. But like mm-hmm. all of them, the OJ one, the fucking Baja ones. Yeah. Like I love them all. So definitely want some of those. Um, I'm really into like electric cars once they figure out how to put the soul of like real trucks in them. Oh yeah, because you see these bitch ass electric trucks they're going by. I'm like, what? What is that? Like who? Like whoever drives that does not have dirt underneath their fingernails. (laughs) I can tell you that right now. Like they're they. You know what I mean? Like Mm. I need something that's just like my truck out there, man. Perfect. That thing's gonna be running forever. When that dies, I'm going to have like something. Hopefully, they'll figure out like the electric. Have you seen that new electric Hummer? Yeah, I have. It's coming out. Yeah. That thing is crazy. It looks pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I need that's how all electric cars should look Mm -hmm. like fucking dope as fuck. Yeah. You can power your house with it. Like, (laughs) it's just, it's Uh awesome. It should be futuristic and cool like that, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, what's some of your favorite music? Music. Oh, I mean, I'm a. I'd like to think I'm pretty diverse, but I'm mainly like hip hop. Yeah. Like one of the main albums that I've been listening to is the Drake 21 album. Okay. That was 
It's pretty tough. I've yeah, been I, seeing like a lot. all the uh, ass shaking memes <laughs> and all the the. It's been hella sus. Yeah, you know no, what I'm talking it, about? Yeah. Like, Drake, all the all the memes about Drake. Ass yeah, in about like Drake. And, yeah. yeah. They're, those are so funny to me. It's it's hilarious to to look at. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, but yeah, that. Um, I mean, I, I like. I can I listen to a lot of pop too. So what, basically, like Bruno Mars, I, I really like Bruno Mars a lot. Bruno Mars is one of my favorite artist like of all time just because he's filipino which is cool but he's uh, he's just very talented Bruno mars is filipino yeah i didn't know that i think he's half that's what half filipino i like that yeah he's like yeah he's pretty cool <laughs> dude i would say like underrated definitely in america as far as like he should be in the top three of every conversation hmm. people kind of sleep on bruno mars a little bit but yet like he's definitely number one or two him ed sheeran and fucking taylor swift apparently <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. he's i like him i fuck with bruno yeah shout out to bruno mars yeah. um i got two more questions for you yeah no problem what are some of the biggest fears you've ever had to overcome uh, that's a deep question um, one of the, uh, obviously a constant fear of mine is just, uh, losing contact with my family. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you, you were talking about like how you're kind of estranged from some of your family. And I was like, yeah, I, I couldn't kind of see like what that, how that could like affect someone, you know? Um, I never want to be estranged from like my parents or my, my siblings, you know, I, I don't want to be that family that like if someone dies, like that's the first time I'm meeting them in like years. I don't want to, that's like one of my biggest fears. It's just that. So that's another thing that contributes like the whole family function in my mind as well. So, mm-hmm. um, that, and I mean, there's always a fear of failure, but I've kind of driven past that. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, I, 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 of course no one ever wants to fail. Like if you could just be on a straight, like straight incline of like money, uh, knowledge, things like that, that'd be great. But Failure, failure is always in the back of my mind. I don't want to fail, and I've striven past like to the point where I'm like, okay, if failure comes, I'm good. But that, that, that growing up, that was one of my biggest fears was just failing. I got a question. Here's yeah. your here. What is your opinion on this? Just unsolicited, whatever you think. Mm-hmm. I plan on coming into a lot of money here over the next few decades. All right. Yeah. I made a lot of money. Let's say. You know, we grew up around a lot of rich kids, I would mm. say. Definitely and not in our school, but just in the district, in the area. You know, we knew some pretty wealthy kids that were really well off. If I'm doing fine and my daughter comes to me at 16 and she goes, Dad, I think I want a G-Wagon. Just out the fucking gate, right? And you mm. have it like that. What negative effect do you think that has given your son or daughter at 16? Just a brand new Mercedes. Like, you're just giving it to them. No, no, like, hey, you need to work hard for it. That kind of thing. What the fuck could they do to earn a G-Wagon? What are you talking I about? Mean, what could they possibly yeah. do that would merit a, I don't, a brand new Mercedes? I don't think I would ever... Like, I got lucky with my car, but it was older. Like, it was... And I had to maintain, like, a certain, like, status in my academics to be able to even think about driving it. Yeah. So, in my opinion, I would not... <laughs> You wouldn't? You think it's going to fuck them up? Yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't want to feel like, I don't want my kids to feel like they're going to be handed everything on a silver platter. Do you think that you could redevelop another version of us, but still have like money, rich kid shit? That's what I'm saying yeah. is, let's say if my dad has a hundred dollars 
and I turn that hundred dollars into a million dollars with my life, you're telling me that I can't give this kid a G wagon and still somehow give him drive and hunger. Life is hard, Brandon. Yeah. I think for everybody, we mm. always it's very it's been ingrained in us as like minorities and people of color to be like, oh this this is why we're fucked up because we've yeah. had to claw and scrape for everything. Mm. But man, I'm looking at a lot of like people that aren't with the minority backgrounds and they're just as unhappy if they don't you see what i'm saying find their happiness Mm. so it's almost like i know looking from the bottom and looking from like a impoverished mindset how we can say like oh those rich kids that's why they're fucked up they're given everything right Mm. i wonder that's that's my biggest question is like i wonder if there's a way where i could create the same animal that we have but you just give that animal a G-Wagon because I got yeah. it. What if it's my old G-Wagon? Mm. You know what I mean? That's how parents' cars work. Like, mm. I, that's my dad's old truck out there. Right. What if it just happened to be a G-Wagon? Yeah. Then what? Well, at that point, I feel like we, wish, we should just, like, make them realize that at any point they could lose it. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's one of the mindsets that I have is, like, I'm going through life, like, if I feel like I'm just kind of cruising and not getting any kinds of difficulty, then life's good, you know? But at any point, it could all come crashing down. And at that point, like, hey, this is yours. Like, we're going to give this to you. But if you fuck up, if something else happens, you could lose it. So just make sure to work hard and maintain it. You know what I'm saying? Have you read Good to Great by Jim Collins? I have not. It's a good book. You should check into that, man. Order it on Amazon. Mm. Shout out to Amazon. (laughs) If they want to sponsor the podcast, just hit me up. Um... (laughs) What was I talking about? Good to great. He basically breaks down that book by saying failure is temporary. Mm. We're very good at understanding that, oh, I failed. Guess what? We're going to try again. Mm. Success can oftentimes be just as temporary. That's kind of what you're saying is sometimes you think that you're going to get to the big time nursing job, right? And you just fucking did it. Mm. Guess what? You're going to have to wake up the next day and you're going to have to go back to work. It's an endless process Mm. that you have to fall in love with. What do you think about that? As far as like just as temporary as failure can be, success. Yeah, you won the Super Bowl, but guess yeah. what? Next season's coming up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you don't just stop. You don't just oh yeah. Guess what? Everybody's gonna give a fuck about this, Forever, especially if yeah. you're looking for outside validation, bro. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna find happiness in outside validation. So it's like you have to sort of know what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that, yeah, we won, we did, we accomplished the goal, let's pat ourselves on the back. Now what's the next thing that we're going after? Mm. You feel me? Yeah. I like that, bro. That shit went deep, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Man, we got heaters over here on Natural Thoughts and Talks. Um, The last thing I want to ask you is probably, what was I going to say? no just talking about failure stuff like that sort of how you cope with it and you definitely helped us on this podcast Mm -hmm. last thing i got for you is who's somebody that you would like to see on this show yeah that's a good question um i'm gonna keep it with the the minority filipino line dude Uh, my friend andrew from san diego he's like an up-and-coming like uh artist from down there he uh what kind of artist he's a rapper okay that's what's up he um he started out business. He got a job with like, I believe it was TurboTax or something like that. Started making music. It blew up on Spotify. And now he's just living out his dream. And I really think that's something that you would want. Just because like you have someone who's like actually 
living his dream right now. So that's that'd up. be cool. So if you ever needed someone, that would definitely be someone. What was his name again? Andrew. All right. I'll yeah. be reaching out to Andrew. Shout I've out to Andy. Andrew. <laughs> well, man, thanks for coming on Natural Thoughts and Talks. Any closing ideas that you want to give to the people? Anything you want to say? And then we'll go ahead and close it out here. Man, honestly, uh, go through life, do whatever you need to do, but just always remember to keep going no matter what, um, no matter what life throws at you. If you keep going, it can't, it's just going to make you stronger from the, from that point on. So yeah. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Natural thoughts and talks, Brandon Osorio, bro. Thanks for coming on open invite. Anytime you want to go, man, as always, man, love you. Keep doing what you're doing and I'm proud of you. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks for having me. Uh-huh.